What up, what up, what up, what up? Thanks again for tuning in. This is The Activated Podcast. I'm your host, Ebo, as always. And um, welcome back again. Thanks for everybody for always tuning in. Uh, today, as always, um, one of the most important things for me is always reaching out to my friends and having them come up here and, and tell their story. Um, I think everybody has a, their own special story, which we can all learn from. So today, um, funny enough... I got my I got my man Shades in the building. Shades. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know now that I just said that, I just I just I, I wanna I wanna give y'all a little bit of background. So me and Shade, we went to the same college back in the days we were in the architectural program. Yeah, yeah. And um first time I met Shade, I was like, this dude is just on some weird shit. <laughs> right? Because picture this. For how many years we're in, we're in school? Like two, three years together. Yeah, like three I've, years. I've never seen Shades' real eyes for three <laughs> years because Shades used to come in class with shades on. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting enough, and I used to be like, now that I think about it, you stood out because you were unique in your own ways. Nobody else did that. I'm talking about like whether it was rain. Like he wasn't putting the shades on because it was sunny outside. That was nah. that was the brand at the time. X. I, I'm curious to know how did you come up with that? Like what inspired you to even start wearing shades everywhere? Like inside, outside. Oh man, this <laughs> this one's a deep one. You know, what I mean, it just I guess we all see things. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I guess. For me at that point, I was seeing too much. And I felt like the only way to see a little less of what's really happening was to wear some dark sunglasses. You know what I mean? Real shit. It was real, man. I mean, at the time, I guess 2005, year of the gun. Uh, like I lost a lot of my friends and shit that year, you know what I mean? And I felt like I felt like I was still seeing these guys, just you know, like on a daily and night day, they would just pop up. Like oh god, so I mean, I started wearing the shades, man, and trust me, it was it was a good I say seven years straight shades. Day and night, all day, all night. You know what I mean? Wow. Uh, I mean, interesting. Now that you say that, like it's it's like I said, I keep going back to it because uh, I can see how easily people write you off in society when you're not conforming to what the norm is. For real. So you wearing your shade, and and now that you tell me that is due to obviously a traumatic experience that you've had uh, as far as losing your friends. Yeah. Um, I can't even imagine to think what that what that feels like, but what? give us a little bit, like, what what, what neighborhood in Toronto did you grow up in and, and, and things like that? Well, I mean, um, I grew up in, on Western Road, Western Road and Eglinton area. Shout out to Western Road, by the way. Yeah, I mean, West, Black Creek, we in the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, there'd be anywhere between Jane and Eglinton on Western Road. Um, went to Portage Middle School right. back in the days, you know what I mean? And then from there, just York Memo. So it was really around the Western Road, Eglinton, Keelan, Eglinton section. So, I mean, like, 
I had a lot of friends from like York Square okay. and like Western Roadside, you know what I mean? So And like I mean I can't I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Like how bad was how uh, let's let's just put it in broader perspective. How bad is gun violence in Toronto? Um uh, if you can compare it to what it was then till now. Because oh. I've also, um, and the reason why I'm saying that, like, I, I lived I lived at, the, at Black Creek for just a year uh, when we first moved to Toronto. So that's that was my introduction to Toronto. And I went to Western Collegiate, um, which I've made, and, and from, from living, from just living there for a year, I, I've made maybe a good solid two, three guys from that area that I really considered to be friends and actually my brothers yeah and i was only there for a year so it's, it's, it's a uh, as bad as you know society or 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 whatever make it seem what these areas are it's really like live real people living through like some of the realest shit ever you know what i mean so i've i've personally i mean i almost got stabbed once <laughs> Oh, Which is, crazy, I mean, it's light work, and I, I even talk about it in my second episode. If you have not heard it, yeah. you should go listen to it. But and that and and at that point, uh, lucky for me, I was able to make uh, the adjustment as if you know what, if this is what it is, I'm not coming around for real to that. But for some of some of the guys that grew up in there, you can't just get up and leave because your family is there, uh, your friends that you know since you were, you know, children are there. Yeah. Um, how did you manage to not get caught up in that? Or, I, I mean, how did you maneuver through that? Well, you know, I was I was always focused in school. Like I I always had that uh, that thing about learning. Like waking up every day, learning something new. Yeah. Was 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 real for me. So I always felt like, even though there's so much going on, if I could keep focusing, stay in school. Maybe I won't get diverted into, you know, all of the wrong stuff and all of that. But, you know, product of your environment, sometimes you make it out, sometimes you make it out a little shaky, you know? So. And and um, and also, like, seeing your friends, obviously, um, things happening, did, did that also make you adjust that even, even more? Like, in terms of, like, okay, I really... Uh, Need to 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 watch what I do and things like that, right? Because oh, yeah. I mean, I've 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 been around guys that you know, obviously I don't live there no more, but I will see like a post go up saying that uh, homie got shot and is dead and stuff like that, which is weird to me because, like I said, I know these guys personally, so it's like, but we've never, like, I've never was exposed to that to its full extent. Like yeah. I knew guys walked around with guns and whatever it is. Yeah, they at night they rob people. They might talk about it or not, but like. How does I the, do you think that living in an environment like that makes you sharper as an individual? Yeah, more more or less, you know, I feel like I got like six eyes, really. I I see things sometimes before it happens or I feel like um I'm, I'm anticipating it about to happen type of thing yeah. because you you've kind of been through that section where it's like you see it happening so much, so much times where it's like it becomes a pattern. And for me, I kind of study life in a sense where I pay attention to patterns and stuff like that. Okay. You know? 
So it's the, I guess it's, it started to become like the what the normal thing is. Like we almost get numb to to these things happening. Yeah. Um, so I mean, getting out of that. So so that is. I mean, like I said, I just learned something new. To be honest, because like I, said, I seen you like when I first met you, you had on shades, yeah, and yeah. I couldn't understand like, yo, what's going on with this dude? But at the end of the day, whenever we talking, it, it, it wasn't like we weren't standoffish. Yeah. Uh, and. We met in school, so like in our program architecture, we it was like four black guys. It's true. So we have to look around and be like, "Yo, we <laughs> Yo, these <laughs> these white guys ain't giving us an answer," and, and this is true. So we naturally build a bond from that. True, um, so at what point? Because now you know, obviously, as I'm looking at you, you don't wear no more. You you no longer wear the shades. At that, at what point did you think you were able to? Because like I said, I guess is is going through trauma. How did you get through that to where? Uh, now not wearing the shades You don't feel like These memories Are, are hunting you down Because I guess The shades was kind of Like a way To to block the negative energy How did you get to the point That now you feel like You don't have to wear it anymore well, I guess Like I had to find Exactly Where Where I needed to be On the road to success I guess You know what I mean Right This is like I guess I was always doing something. I was always trying to make it somehow, but I never really had a direct path. And I felt like with my eyes being exposed, as they say, you know, the eyes are the... Like, how I go? How I go? The, the eyes are the, 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 the soul to a human's... Something like that. I don't know. Like, when you look in someone's eyes, you can, like, see their soul. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. Yeah, so I mean, like, for me, I felt like looking in my eyes, there was no real, there was no direction. You you wouldn't, you'd probably get lost looking at me than anything else. You know right. what I mean? So it's like, until I found that straight path as to where or what I got to do to be successful, I felt like, I guess... If you look at me now, like I mean, where I'm looking, it's probably it's probably not even at you. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. I I can't really get like put it into what I mean. Just I, from what I gather, like listening to you and seeing you, um, I think I, I think maybe it's getting over the fact that. Is overcoming your fear? Maybe yeah. was that was that one of those? And not not to say it's fear, but like, like I said, I personally never, I've never lost a close friend to to gun violence. Like I've, I, but I've known people to to have been, but it's not people that I have close relationship with. But it's people that used to be around the neighborhood. Then next yeah, next yeah. week, you hear that God. they got shot up, and you're like, I, I personally wasn't even, I didn't know niggas was even selling drugs. To be honest with you, yeah, I know those. At, at, you know, or or even carrying guns. One time we got into an argument over car games and people pull up with shotguns. I said, and I, and I was telling my friend, y'all got shotguns in your house? <laughs> That's it. Because these, like I said, these are good, good folks that you yeah, see. And yeah. I mean, the environment, like you say, is, is what sometimes mold our choices. Yeah. Like it makes it for us. It's really, it's tough to really fight out of the system. Really? Now, um, we met in school, right? Yeah. Studying architecture, um, and what 
what got you to to number one? Like, would you? Is this something that you knew you was gonna do, or is it? Is this something that you were trying to like find your way? No, I I always wanted to be an architect because, like, um, when I came to Canada in 1999, I had I had a I had a teacher, Mr. Krep. It was it was my design and tech teacher. Okay, and. Like I just, I just like the way how he wrote. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> how he wrote on the board. I was like, yo, who the f-? like? It was who like, it was just like all the letters were just like uh, capital letters, like block size. They're, yeah. they're, they're all block letters, all caps. And I'm like, man, who writes like that? Who writes? And he 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 he, he was so like precise on every lettering. That okay. that made me say, yo, who writes like that? When I found out that he's an architect, I was like, oh, shit, I want to be an architect. <laughs> you want to do it. That's, that's, that's crazy. Crazy. Because my, my tech teacher, he was trash, yo. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he, you know, like, it's crazy enough, like, now that I look back, in, in, the, in the whole class of about 50 students, he had two favorite students, <sighs> which he would, like, he would go beyond as far as helping them. But us, he wouldn't give a fuck. The software, the, at the time, we were using AutoCAD. Yeah. Which is and that was my first introduction to AutoCAD. Yeah, me too. And then he really didn't know what he was doing. This was in Brampton. Now, in now that we think about it, like in when I was in Weston, yeah, I had a tech design teacher, but he was hands on. Like he was a good dude, and so I was like, okay. So when I came to Brampton for my final year, I was like, oh, I'm gonna continue to go on that path. But that teacher, he was so trash, bro. <laughs> Like, he inspired me to do nothing. <laughs> because he always... And, you know, now that I think about it, when I was in this class, yeah, he kept telling me, yeah, architecture is not for you. Ugh. So, like, now that we... You know, uh. you're bringing these feelings back. Now that I think about it, I should go back and tell him, oh, yeah, listen. I, you, I went know. through the schooling. Oh, I did yeah. all of that. And I, this is actually what I'm doing for a living It's for now. me. It's That's for crazy. me. Yeah, real shit. Mr. Shout out to... We're going to put a name out there. Uh, I think his name was Mr. Palmieri. Palmer, something like that. Palmery. Big fat Italian guy. Uh, now that I think about it, it's stirring. It's 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 throwing me out. But anyway, yeah. so so that 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 inspiration um, came from there, like from from uh, yeah, yo, from high up. school. Now, now you're doing you're doing something else. Yeah. So have you have you completely left the architectural thing to the side, or is something that you're hoping to get back to at some point? Nah, not not necessarily left it to the side. I just yeah. felt like, um, at a point, I just couldn't find a job, right? And I I just um, I kind of like truthfully, I I did enjoy Photoshop uh, more than I did AutoCAD. Okay. When I was in college, so like I mean, I was I was all into the editing and pictures, photos, and videos and stuff like that, but I mean I guess it's all it's all an art it's all, you know, I mean art form as a on a whole, but the architecture thing I just feel like I just I, I, can't, I can't sit down and, 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 and get down to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just feel like my mind's always flowing and thinking thinking something different and like 
Like you you won't have the focus to sit there and and oddly enough, and another thing and I wanna let people know is that you actually like when I met you, uh you also you were rapping. Yeah. Turchy deep. I was turchy deep. You already know, man. I would never. That phrase was would stick with me to to the end of time. Every time I remember it, and I remember you used to draw the little logo, and 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 that was your thing. So you also dibble and dabble and rap back then. But you're also telling me that you're you're looking to to get back into what what draws you when it comes to. To want to make music, like, cause, cause, I mean, if we look at it now, like, you, 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 you dibble and dabble in architecture. You also uh, love recording, making records. Uh, you've now, which we're gonna transition to in a little bit, you've now uh, fully transitioned into creating unique pieces. I mean, which is kind of the main focus why I wanted you to come up here because I've known you as one guy and then a different thing. And I was like. Shit like you And yeah. was I've never seen anybody do it uh, But we'll get into it But w- what was your inspir- Like in terms of rapping Is it because You thought it was just The coolest shit Everybody else rapping Or it, it, no. The passion came from Somewhere else This Okay this one This one's deep Shit man Like Okay growing up Before I came to Canada I'd say I'd say I couldn't I had a really bad Stuttering problem Right So just being able to say a sentence was um, something I always wanted to do. Like, it was like, you know, so I used to write poems and stuff like that, but I couldn't, I couldn't read them out loud, you know what I mean? I used, I, I used to sit down and write them, but, like, if I should stand up and read it, it would just, it would just be, bu- bu- bu, you know what I mean? My stuttering thing, this shit was, it was crazy. Yeah. But then about... Uh, two thousand. It was about twelve. About twelve. I seen this video on um. It was some speech speech therapy video on how to talk better and so on and so forth. And the video inspired me to not only learn to speak better, but maybe I could turn these poems and stuff that I used to write into some type of music just put it to a beat and just flow to the beat maybe and then I guess that's what that's what happened I, I started doing it on my computer just I had one of them little mic little stick mic <laughs> from the dollar bass. <laughs> yeah from, <laughs> from the dollar show, you know what I mean I just I used to just record on my computer with with, with recording you know what I'm saying just yeah. And, like, I guess from there, it was just, you know, flowing to the beat, flowing to the beat. But, yeah, man, I just think back to when I couldn't speak properly. And it just it just made me want to rap and make music and actually um, speak faster, in a sense, where it's like rapping is not just um, talking. Yeah. It's kind of like... Speed talking in a sense where it's like yo, blah, 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 blah. I could I could say more than I can say so much words now in a minute that I I never used to uh, I've been able to when I was younger you know what I mean so it's like this whole rapping thing was like yeah it's 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 like self motivation like you know I could do this yeah if you could if you could 
catch catch any beat. Like that's 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 you just keep keep getting better and you know, getting better at speaking and communicating and so on. So like yeah man. So the rapping thing was like it was like my my own therapy in a sense where it's right. like I just felt like I just needed to keep doing it. But I guess if I had if I had the backing with everybody that felt the same way, like you need to keep doing it, I would have mm. probably I would have probably blow, you know what I mean? But it was just like back then it's like everybody seen what I was doing and it's like, oh fuck if shades could do it, I could do it too. Look, <laughs> like yo, this guy this guy like this guy can't even talk. Like, you know what I mean? I said, like, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> oh man, which you know, you know, as 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 you're talking, I am I'm 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 listening. Two things that I gathered from what you just said. And 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 for those that are listening, we gotta understand the importance of what what you're talking about. Number one, we're talking about somebody that had a stutter problem. Yeah. And uh, you've worked your confidence enough because, and I always tell people that all the time is you know like it's easy for us to hate on each other or to to see somebody do something and to undermine. The work right. that it took, whether or not like it's, I mean, if it's trash, it's trash or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, or sometimes we chase the wrong dream, like we want to do something because we see somebody see else someone, doing it, it's but it's true. nothing that we're passionate about. Yeah. But through that, like what what I salute you for is you work your way out of a stutter because I never met, I never heard you stutter, but now that I'm I'm thinking about it, like shit, how did these, you know what I mean? But you, now you're telling me through scary. that, like you you build enough confidence to not only work your way out of the stuttering. Uh, dilemma that you had, yeah. but to even be confident enough to make songs and to, because I've seen a couple of your videos and things like that, and I mean, there goes the inspiration right there. Like to me, that's that's yeah, let's man. let's 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 even put the rapping things aside, but let's even understand as to how you got there, not just because uh, you were just trying to, you know, what I mean, be like, become a rapper and be like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Now, now that you say that, let me let me ask you a real question. How much support do we not get from our own community? And why do, in, in your own perspective, because this is all our own perspective, is how, un, like, I'm trying to find your word for it, but how much support we don't receive from our own community? How hard it is to break through, like, you know, your friends or, or even family or even, like, as a black community as well. And why do you think... We still have this kind of mentality in your... If you could break it down for me. I, I just think... I just think it, it, it all derives from a, a whole lot of selfishness. I mean, everybody want to make it for themselves, you know? But, like, the support really comes from within, where it's like you got to see someone doing something before they get to a level of where everybody else see it, mm-hmm. you got to see that and put the hand in to support it. I mean, like a lot of times it, it comes from where one starts doing something and they get, a, they get a lot of support from, say, the female group and then a lot of their male friends don't like that so I mean something as simple as that and it's like well nah yo I'm gonna I could do that too <laughs> you know what I mean I could I could I, I could do that so I could back, 
bag a bunch of bitches. Like, yeah, yeah, real you do that. Because, yo, that's what's popping. Yeah. Like, yo, if, if, I, if I go rap... I get the chicks. I get the chicks. If I do a couple shows... I get the chicks. I get the groupies, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and that's what I mean. Niggas is really, the rapper, like, people really put that, and, and, and to even touch off on that is that when I put out episode, people pay attention to it a lot more yeah. if I have a girl there. <laughs> which is which is, to me is it's the weirdest thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I've even like I've heard people say, "Oh man, you've had you only got girls on your on your on your show and things uh-huh. like that." I was like, "Well, number one, women don't have an ego towards men." Yeah. So if, if when I reach out to guys, they a little bit more they take their time. Yeah, they, uh, they might not feel it. like you know whatever it is, or they I don't know maybe they want me to chase them around, which I have nothing. I mean, I don't have. I don't want to say like I don't. I reach out, like I oh, reach yeah, out. Yeah. I mean, us. We've been talking about this for a um, few months. Few months, few and months. and I think from like when I must have put up my third episode. Yeah, I was like, Yo, Shade, I'm doing this podcast thing. Uh, I love to to talk about your story because from where we met and to where I see where you are now, I think it's you know today as we're talking, I'm learning everything here that you're saying is things that I had no idea about. Like we see each other at school, but you know, school we already we stressed oh, yeah. out over, you know, school. Yeah. We used to sleep at school. We oh, we we God. went through all of that, and and we kind of lost touch, but we kept in touch through social media. Yeah. yeah. And then um, this year, I saw you again for in like three four years at Caribana. We shared a drink <laughs> together. You know what I mean? Which is that, and that it's love. Real, like the yeah, moment yeah. I see you, I was like shades. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's what it is and. And to go back to that, I think it's weird that when you see somebody doing something, instead of us like, yo, Ibu's doing this, let me support him. Yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to create something. You know what? Oh, this nigga doing this. Yeah. I can do I it better. I always want to do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do it better. <laughs> it's crazy. And to go back to that is, it, where did you get the most resistance in terms of support? Like, do you think, was it, through the black community, is it through your friends or is it like if you yeah, if you had to break yeah. it down? It was just I I tell you, it's I say it's through to my friends, you know what I mean? Especially especially the ones that had the eye for the money. Right. The ones that just love the money. It was it was mostly them. Like the real ones, the real ones still push it. I mean, even right now. But I mean like a lot of people hopped on just because they seen the boat moving. Yeah. Like, yo, fuck, this 30 deep things, like, like these guys are on to something. You know what I mean? <laughs> we got we got T-shirts. We got... Yeah. It was like, it, like... Like, I mean, yeah, it felt like a wave. And it felt like people was just hopping on the ship just because they seen it moving. You know what I mean? It didn't, didn't really have nothing, no real input. So as... As as soon as, like, like like I I stop at giving them an inspiration or stopping an idea, yeah. No one else have one. It's kind of like, well, like let's see if we could get a show. Let's see if yeah. let's see if these guys you know looking for an artist or something like that. Let's see. Like it was like I was I was trying to set up video shoots, photo shoots. Studio sessions I pay for, and then, and then everybody come through and just rap, and then the, and then the and then the the studio guy just gotta like 
cut up cut up pieces and like make a track and stuff like that and it's be like yo like that that's not the purpose like how are we gonna promote this this is a this is a this is a a freestyle <laughs> they don't even understand artistry. Like they don't understand yeah you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> they don't like, understand like, song yo, making like, I came prepared <laughs> hooked everything and then you guys just come with a verse and drop it on like yo put me on that put me on that you know what I mean? They, they not they not even rapping to the uh, nah. concept in the song. I I, my, I myself have have I've dibbled and dabbled with rap. Um, I made songs. I think I even got to a point where I made I, I made a complete tape. Yeah. I had I had to. I mean, and I remember when I would do songs with other people. I realized now, if to put things in perspective, this is uh, my love for rap started when. Get rich or die trying. Drugs. Oh man, why? Listen, did you know <laughs> I seen something this week that said it was 15 years yeah. since that album dropped? So think about it. I'm 28. So if you minus 15, 15, 15 years, that puts me at what? 13, wow. 12. So that's when I, I when that's, that's when, when my I love, got inspired. That's when my love of it, and I was making, I, I would make shitty tracks yeah. to keep in mind, but I was making. Songs. So then, uh, a couple of years ago, we've actually decided, like, Evil, you should do a mixtape and things like that. Yeah. I've never promoted myself as an artist because I hate doing what everybody else does. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I got love for it, and I mean, even to this day, I still do it. Now, when I would do songs, because I like conceptual songs, like I, I talk about a specific story. I think I might share a song with you uh, back when we were in Sheridan, because I was like, "Yo, you rap with you, whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had put this guy on there, and you know, I was talking about. Um, Actually, I remember this song. It's called Get Off Your Chest. But I was really talking about the stress I was going through yeah. from just stepping up, from just doing it for fun to, like, now I have to make a mixtape. Yeah. So I was just talking about it. Song, I love it. to, And then he, the dude got on there and started talking about how much weed he smokes and he about to kill his grandma and shit like that. Oh, and oh. then I was just like, so things like that was just like, <laughs> now I can understand why, like, bigger artists, when they yeah. do no feature, they do no features. They, they, they because sometimes, like, these guys not really understanding the whole concept behind song making. Like, people, yeah. could, they got bars, but when you put it on the, it's, it's pure trash. So I guess you was also going through that because, now, were you the only one that's, like, paying for the studio and guys were just coming in there just to rap and just go? Or did, did yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they want to help what? out? Like, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd say... 98% of the time I was paying for the studio because I was doing it for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it'd be like, 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 like my phone's always ringing. They call me, be like, yo, yo, Shane's where you at? Yo, I'm at the studio. Yeah, where? Which one? <laughs> Let me. <laughs> man, them, man, them coming through. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and then, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't record all three, four tracks already because I pay yeah. for like a five-hour session. Yeah. I usually book five-hour sessions because it was cheaper. Yeah. And it was just like, yo, if I could stay in the studio for five hours, all I need is, you know what I mean, couple couple bottles of juice and, and two blunts and I'm... And you're and good, I'm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and so I'd say midway, these guys would show up and it would just be like, you know what I mean, the, the um, producers mixing up the tracks that I'm that I done recorded and it's like everybody's hearing them and instead of yo this shit need to hit the streets it's like yo let me hop on that yo yo that, yo this track is fire dog yo dog, yo don't put my verse on it you know what I mean it's they just, just like, wanna they wanna be next to the guy when when the shit takes off kind of thing right but 
that was before the shit take off. Yeah. So it's like, like at least push it a little first before mm-hmm. you, before you jump on. And, and also, like if if you were to get on, they don't understand. They also make, like people don't understand is that when one person makes it, everybody you makes save it. at least fifty families. I'm like, I mean, you. In, 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 we gotta even think about look, look right team. now the 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 impact we, we could take all just like Drake, like Drake. Everybody makes change families. Uh, the whole city. The, not, not even that, but like he just changed the the lineage of somebody's yeah, family. Like yeah, yeah. you just like you're if you were supposed to go this way, yeah, your whole trajectory just changed. Right. And not even for just you, but like we're talking about your kids, your yep. grandkids. His like you know what I mean. So I think instead of always competing with each other, let's help each other's build. You know what I mean. Like I would love, and I, I have not yet found anybody that, that does a podcast, but I really want to like. Get somebody else like you do one. Let's let you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's tougher. As soon as we we feel like we're in the same lane, competition starts. People start to undermine you. People yeah. will just not even. They will force themselves not even to pay attention to your movement, because they think it takes away from from what they're from doing. they don't. Everybody. I mean, in, in life is very. We all got the same tools. We all got the same Google. We got the same computers. We got the same mics. You might not have the. Maybe our financial might be different, but everybody has a tool to success. But not everybody is going to succeed, unfortunately. Um, now another thing, I, I want to transition into the 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 art thing, which is really what like what made a light bulb go off in my head like damn what's what's going on so uh you have this is this a the company what, what's what's it, what's it called click art click art uh See for those it. listening can you break it down for us what the what what is the meaning behind the name click art click art well it's it's not clip art you know what i'm saying but how you spell it c l i q q a r t a r t okay so c l i q you know what I'm saying? It's for everybody. So it's like, it's a one-of-a-kind mirror experience. So basically, um, click. The word click, it took me about a year to come up with those four letters that is also a sentence that have a meaning. Okay. So you, you pick words and, and then you made it make sense, is that? No, well, it, it, it started with the photography thing. So um, at the time, I had drawn a logo and the click was coming from my picture, my, my finger snapping on the shutter button. <laughs> so every time I sh- <laughs> I hit the shutter button, I hear a click. Yo, I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, honestly, I like, and, and I'm not making this up. Like as you're as you're talking, like it, I'm like, it's it's honestly, I wish maybe it doesn't matter now, but like, I'm like you you really are a, a think not like you're not here bullshitting me with things that you're nah, saying. Nah, nah. Like these are really. And now we've all used the camera, obviously, but nobody yeah. really stopped to think uh, about the click noise. So yeah, yo. an idea stemmed from just that. So continue. Sorry, not to cut you off, but it just like, yeah. I was just like, shit. So yo, it, it came from that. So as I'm started taking pictures and stuff, so I'm clicking, clicking, and then um, I realized that, hey, man, maybe we could make money 
by taking pictures because I don't see much black guys taking pictures. You know what I mean? I don't see much black photographers out there. Yeah. So um, I bought this camera and I drew a logo of me holding my camera. So I took a picture, like a selfie in the mirror with, mm-hmm. with my camera. Okay. And I, I drew that picture. So it was me holding the camera and my finger was on the shutter. And I, I thought about when I click it, like what it sounded like. It was just, like all I heard was click. So I, I kept thinking, well, click. If I, it's C L I C K, C L I K, C L I C. I I went about everything, but it had to have a meaning. So, yeah. it took me about a year to come up with C L I Q, and it's um, it's clear leader in quality, and everything I did was was all about quality. If I was taking a picture, mm-hmm. yeah, I had to take the best picture, yo. I had to make sure the lighting was good. You know what I'm saying? If 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 I'm recording a song, I have to make sure I'm on the beat. I don't skip nothing. Like like every like I I I ride the beat like a jock like like the jockey on the horse. Like I'm I'm on <laughs> you, it. I'm on, on it. Point, I'm yeah. on it. You know? And then it was just so the whole click thing was just it kind of clicked for me in a sense where it's like, see, I like you. It's kind of, it, it sounds like, see, I, I like you, see, I like you. And it's clear leader in quality. And then from that, it just, it, 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 it put it on a hole now where it's like this whole mirror art thing came from all the art farms that I've gone through, which is, like poetry, um, visual arts, architecture, yeah. photography, um, rapping, making music, writing music, actually um, learning how to edit videos and pictures and stuff like that. So it's like putting all of those art forms together and basically... I, I created some quality art, you know what I mean, which is a one of a kind mirror experience. Now, wh- where where did you where did you get the idea? Because, like I said, I've never maybe I'm not my horizon has not been broadened enough, and I'm not in tune with things. But where did you get the idea that you can cut up mirrors, or even like talk to us through the process? Like how how is what what is what goes behind the the, the process in making a a small piece, for example, like give us maybe from beginning to end. Uh, you know, let's let's go a little deeper. Let's start with how it came about because yeah. th- this happened about three years ago. So um, I started working at this glass company. So um, when I when I got this job, I was at a I was at another glass company before for a few years. And yeah. then I got a job at a new glass company as the the shipping lead. So the first day, the owner asked me to help one of the guys at the at the drill, the glass drill, which I never seen a glass drill before because at the other company, I was in I wasn't in that section to to see all of that. This yeah. company was huge, 
Yeah. Now, this new company, small company, is about 26 employees or so. Okay. So, it's like everybody got to know each other. You walk, in, you walk from one end to the next end and, like... You know everybody, yeah. Okay. Three minutes. Yeah, so, like, um, he asked me to help help the guy at the drill clean out the pit that and and throw the throw the pieces of glass in the garbage. So as I'm cleaning cleaning it out, I'm throwing like two inch, four inch diameter, one inch, half inch, it doesn't even matter. Like it's kinda like like cutouts of a of a mirror and different glass and so on and so forth. So it's like I, I look at a mirror piece and I'm like holy shit. These are cool. Maybe maybe I could do something with this. So I asked the boss if I could um, take some home. He goes, well, fuck you. You're going to throw it in the garbage anyway. Suit yourself. Yeah. And since that day, I never miss a day on getting these little cutouts. So for about a year after just taking them home, I had like a shitload, and then yo, <laughs> I mean, yo, you start you started just collecting. Yeah, it started becoming like a hoarder for, <laughs> for like little glass mirrors and shit. And then like yo, like my lady starting to you know, like, what are you yeah, gonna was, do? What are you gonna do with all of this? This all, junk. Don't you bring, bring all this garbage to my you know house, boy. Like, yo. <laughs> so I was driving around, and I I found this I found this little board. It was like. It's like a thirty-inch diameter form board, but it was for two bucks at a garage sale, and I I bought it. And I took it home and I had a piece of cloth, like a cloth material, and I just kind of just, you know, stapled the shit around on the on the thirty-inch diameter board, and I just glued some mirror onto it, and I look at it. Holy shit, that, that looks cool, man. And then since then, you know, just circles and squares to three years later. Now, you know, you know, what I'm saying I can make anything now. So now you even that's what I was gonna say. Like, so you went from just collecting what was somebody else's was garbage, garbage and seeing something through that then you, you know figure you can create something unique and 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 that's what stands out to me is that I don't know any, if anybody else does it I've not seen it I've not been exposed to it yeah. and to see you do that I was just like oh shit that's cool and I know a couple of times you did invite me to to your shows and for whatever reason I could never I know, like I know. make it we'll be talking to like I was like I'm on my way and I yeah, get caught up ah. and now I'm thinking about it as a damn I should have and, and not for lack of effort by the way unfortunately I just never got a chance to to get to that so you you like I've seen you make a, a custom piece of actually uh, Blue Jays logo oh yeah right now I, do you have now the machine to custom cut these things so obviously you can't just nah yeah. nah everything's handmade hand cut everything so there's a way to cut glass. Yeah, like it's it's with a diamond cutter. It's kind of like uh, it's like a little tool. It's about okay. the size of a pen. Okay. But yeah. So but you'll buy like the bigger pieces and like transform obviously and yeah, cut and, them and, down. and do what you. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, please uh, make sure you check it out. I mean, you we'll we'll leave your contact and stuff at the end. But to me, I was just like, like 
damn, like I I, I never seen anybody so, uh, yes. you know, I, do it. I did I did some research too. I I I googled glass art, mirror art, seen the different styles out there and so on and so forth. And I felt like when I when I started doing it, um, I gave someone the idea. It was this guy at work. So I gave him the idea and showed him some pictures and stuff and uh, he got his wife to start making them. So he's making like basically So tell me he stole your idea? Is that? He he stole my idea from about three years ago. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Is he white? Nah. <laughs> nah, he's black, yo, but you know what? Listen. Why we the why we the biggest yo. uh hurdle to to each other is is weird. So he actually he stole it, he started is he still doing it now? He's still, he's still doing it, but guess what? Uh the other day he came to me and he said he got he got about a hundred pieces that he wanna sell. Damn. If I like, if I know anybody you just wanna sell them wholesale one, one time. So I was just like, nah, nah, I don't know anybody. So clearly he wasn't selling any. No. If he was able to rack up a hundred pieces. He, 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 he was, <laughs> his wife about to kick him out of uh, his career. I'm telling you, he's, he's, he's stuck with my idea on circles. So I left him at, I had to stop showing him pictures and shit. Because <laughs> it was just saying, yo. If, That's if, fucking funny. If I showed this so guy. So he's still doing shit you doing three years ago, but he doesn't doing, understand that. Nah. He you creating custom nah, pieces now, different things, and yeah, he doesn't even know. I wouldn't even tell him. I wouldn't even show him a picture. Tell it. It's kind of like. I mean, that's. I, I guess that's what happened when you. Number one, you see. I always tell people never see somebody do something and undermine or, or take away from what it took for them to get there, regardless of how easy you think that is. Yeah. Nothing is really it's easy, not right? Easy. And the fact that he stole your idea at one point and you've progressed and you've onto different things. In terms of that, and you still left him that with his hundred circle pieces. Yeah, man. He might as well just put him up, and you can't even donate those. Nobody would. Take no, them. no. Not only that, his shit's sharp. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't make them for. So he got weapons. for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> them shits. Yo, man. So there, there is a, yeah, a an art and and science to yeah, it. Yeah, like I mean, like like all of my pieces per se. Like you look at it. And it's probably like, holy shit, that's broken glass. But you could literally rub your hand all over it as fast as you can and won't get cut. Because I make sure all my shit's polished up, edges and everything, you know what I mean? Does, does, does that also come from you having young children? Is that... That, that too, yeah. I, I, and, and I hate getting my hands cut. Like, there's nothing else piss me off like a cut on my hand, you know what I mean? Because I, I need those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need, I... I mean, it makes and plus you you work with gla- yeah. glasses. Very, it's yeah, one I of use those. my hands all the time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if I if I if I got a cut on my hand, it pissed me off because I got to roll a couple blunts and shit. <laughs> like I have, to, I have to make sure, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. crazy, man. Trust what what what? Now that I think about it, what when you initially decided from when you went from just doing, obviously you didn't know if you would be able to monetize it. At what point when you decided, you know what, I'm going to launch and, and go forward with the idea, what was, if you could remember, what was the biggest resistance that you got initially? Like, what is one thing, uh, for me, I could, I, could, I could put on record and go, when I started a podcast, um, I've had uh, somebody approach me 
And they was they were asking like, "Hey, what what's your podcast gonna be about?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, um, at the time I was trying to, I knew what I wanted to do, but maybe I couldn't put in in words directly. Yeah. But I, in, initially, it's just it's giving people the opportunity and the platform for us to 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 create our own narratives. So and and I listen to a lot of podcasts, but a lot of them are in um, are in the U.S. Yeah. But we live in a big enough city, Toronto, where you know, why are we getting our news from a different country? And I know Canada's always been riding the U.S. from as far oh, as yeah, I can yeah, remember, yeah. right? So it's like, but Toronto is unique enough where we have unique stories that we can create our own platform to be able to change that narrative. That's real shit. Um, now, one of the advice that I... I got so many advice, and number one, you like... I never really asked for your advice, bro. Like, I didn't come to you. And people feel like, and I, and I, and I get it. Like, you feel like you could just, because you think yeah. you know something, yeah. you could just come out the gate and be like, ah, oh, bro, like, nah, man, you should, you know, I, I got anything from you should do, you know, you should start putting it on YouTube, YouTube videos, which I have nothing against it. Yeah. But I told him I'm not trying to become a YouTube star. That is not my goal. There you go. You know what I mean? Which, but I understand that, you know, with times you got to move around. Or, you know, some people told me, nah, man, fuck the podcast. It's trash. Just uh, stick to YouTube and do, like, 15-minute videos. And I was just like, you, I could tell that they didn't understand. They didn't, and I couldn't fault they them don't. for that because whatever. But for you, if you have to remember an instance, what was, like, something that somebody told you and you're like, damn, I'm going to use this. For motivation. My last podcast, I was telling them, let haters be the extra motivation. Don't let them be the motivation because something else should motivate your goal. And the haters are just that extra gas that you put on it for you, if you can remember. Let's see. Something that somebody says or be like, oh, man, the pieces of the, the... uh, are, are not what they're looking for, or not, nah, you shouldn't do this, stick to something else, anything? Yeah, yeah. Um, you you look like you don't want to put somebody on blast. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of the exact person, because there was a lot of them. There was a lot of doubters and naysayers that, type, you, you know, made me really think and say, you know what? I'm definitely going to do this. Yeah. I'm, like, but there was, I think... It was one point when um, when when my girl like I made a piece and like you know, she she looked at it and she go oh I, I don't like that one I think I think I think you could do better than that and fuck I thought about it like fuck she's the same one that's telling me get rid of all this trash I'm hoarding and now she don't like this when I'm trying to do something with it like what the fuck yeah which is better than than you know yeah. I don't know I don't want to say that you sell drugs but like you know like you, 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 you're trying to, to turn up a, a negative into a positive yeah yo and then I think that was where it it, it blew for me it's like you know what I'm gonna make it where I like it and once I like it that's where it stops that's it it's, it's not about and that, and that is true I always tell people you, sure. you, you p- people will follow through once they like you don't you can't cater to everybody that's yeah. number one yeah. right people will tell you oh you know what check the stats 
who's listening to it and and give them what they want and and that's all cool and all but then you become a gimmick yeah because if I every week I got to come up here and give and y'all give, what y'all want yeah at some point in time like I'm no longer following my true inner self it's true I'm just trying to appease trying to everybody else please the crowd you know what I mean and and I like people that do not follow the crowd and I realize that about me is that I've never been the crowd following type of dude that's yeah, never yeah. been. That's never been my thing. And I think subconsciously, what we build or what we connect is that, you know, through everything else, through schooling, which yeah. is, I mean, we never get into the type of shit we had to go through when we were at school. That shit was terrible. I remember, I remember vividly, uh, I can't remember this teacher name, but we had this, uh, the studio teacher. I don't know if you remember, tall, lengthy dude. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I with know. the glasses. He, and- was, he was the one, Ken Snell. There you go. Shout out he to was one, He was the one who created the fucking course, remember? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I kid you not, my whole life, and oh, I don't want to say my whole life, but like he, one time he, he was going through my work, um, and he literally told me that, yo, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not that your work is trash. I just, when it comes to marketing, I'm a son of a bitch. This is his exact word. He was like, your work is good. But I'm be honest with you. If you deserve an A, I'm gonna give you a B. Straight up. And I looked at him and I go, "You're a fucked up." Motherfucker. Damn, yo, you yeah. really trying to like not get me yep. to to pursue it? And shout out to him now. Like I'm, we done no, graduated. It's... I'm working and 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 this and this weird. I, I I never I never took that personal. I don't take nothing personal. Yeah, I think I think that's a mind thing. He, kind of like you know what I mean yeah, your, your, your teacher telling you I don't better. I don't care and at, at one point too he had um, we had a summer course which he took the first eight weeks off yeah and then we had a different teacher who's he's actually like he was in the field so for that first half I got an A plus in the course yeah soon as Ken came around <sighs> drop that I dropped two letters go. <laughs> <laughs> and keep in mind, how can the because uh, for those who don't understand is at the start of every semester you get one project. Yeah. So it's not like you got different homeworks, you got to do different essays. When we usually go, we got a course and we're like, okay, for this semester we're gonna go look at an old building. And I remember there was this old building in Mississauga. Yeah. We had to go look at it and then we had to draw uh, renovation plans for it. Yeah. The one at Lakeshore and Bathurst, something like that. Old building. I don't know if you remember. We even went there to site to visit. It was Lakeshore, Lakeshore and Dixie or something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we went there, and then obviously this guy, for the first semester, everything I was giving this this teacher, A+. Plus, man, I love your work. And and you got to think about it, and this was towards the end. And I was like, damn, this nigga Ken was fucking me up the whole time because it don't matter what I gave him. I, I almost, I, I almost want to say it's, it's racism or maybe he didn't like us. We always had the hardest time. I with did. the same amount of job. And I, I think did. that's why I we did. stuck we stuck together. So as soon as Ken came back, I'm telling you, Shay, from A plus, I'm in there like C plus B and I'm like What is this? And it's the same work. Yo. So essentially you get one project yeah. and you just keep developing it through the semester. So that's every point in time you might have to submit uh floor plans. Part of it, yeah. Or you might have to submit elevation or you might have to like present your idea. But essentially the building doesn't change. Right. You just keep on improving. So if you start with an A, in theory you should end at a lower A or B plus. Or a B plus. You yeah. don't go from A to like to Z. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? So, anyway, that was my little side story. And I'm just remembering, like, yeah. in everything we all do, uh, 
always pay attention to who you listen to. Yeah. And you got to understand when somebody's being a critic or being a hater. Yeah. Because a lot of y'all think y'all critics, but y'all really haters. Really hate. <laughs> you know really what I mean? Really hate. And, and, um, and if you got a chance, please, please, please check out my boy Shade. And I'll make sure to, the next time you're doing, uh, uh, I, I, by the way, are you doing any more of those uh, art display gallery things anytime soon? Yeah, you know what? I'm sketching up my first show for the year. It's going to be sometime in March. This year, this year I turned 30. So it's my, it's. It's, big, big, big it's my thirty. It's my 30th year, you see? <laughs> oh, shit, that, that does, yeah. So, yo, it's 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 going to be crazy, so I'm going to make sure. Are you going to have, like, other uh, artists there or to display? or? Yeah, I'm a, I'm trying to set it up like an, like an event where I got where I got a whole bunch of art, mm-hmm. like my art, a couple, couple other artists, yeah. and a couple performances and shit. I probably, you know what I mean? I mean, let's talk. I mean, all, offline. I mean, I, I think if you if you could, if I can help out in any way, please. Because, I mean, obviously, thank to this thing, I've made new connection and, oh, and yeah. I've had, like, different, especially when it comes to artists, like, uh, and shout out to Melissa. Uh, when I did the episode with her and a lot of people that also do art has been reaching out to me. Hey, I want to come on a podcast, too, and, and things like that. So yeah. I actually have a few of them coming up. So I mean, for whatever, like if you need somebody to come and MC your event, whatever you need, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm available for it. I mean, you, my friend, definitely, long time homie, and I appreciate. We, we have to link this shit up. And, and also, to, in, to put it in context, can we explain to the people what it took you to get here today to come record this? Like the, the the, the buses and oh, everything. Man. You yeah, have to... yeah, yeah, yeah. I jumped <laughs> jump on a couple buses and t- I had I hopped on the goal at one point. It was like freezing rain outside and shit, but you know. <laughs> and, we're, we're, and like I said, and this is what I really had to I, make it. I appreciate. And I was telling you too, like every I, now that I look back at it, all these uh, episodes that I have with different people has always been on a Sunday, and they've like jumped through hoops to come here. Not to say that, but I really, yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I appreciate it uh, for you coming in. Now, lastly, can you give um, if somebody wants an art piece, they want to check you out. Uh, what is your Instagram? Obviously, when we post the episode, we'll also have it tagged in. But yeah, yeah. just let people know. Yeah, you can check me out on Instagram. It's CLIQ underscore art. You know what I'm saying? You can follow me on Twitter. Click 24-7. Yeah. That's CLIQ 24-7. And, but I got saying? beef with you, though, Shade. I know, I know, I know. At one point, you did unfollow me uh, on... on, on, uh, it's, uh, uh, on Twitter, but, but I'm putting you on the spot. But that's that's because you weren't using it. I'm I'm active. You you weren't active. <laughs> shade shade don't follow. I, I was going. I said shade. That's my that's my homie. What's yeah. that? You know what I mean. Yeah. But it's all good. I I, I, oh. I, I, I forgive you. Oh, all right, man. Yo, yo, respect, respect. You don't know, fam. Like, thank you. Like, like I must have not did that on purpose. No, <laughs> so, no you try, way. You trying to trying to backslide out of that? I was like, Yo, Shane, don't follow me. What's what's no. up? We ain't got no beef. We ain't got no issues. Nah, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just pulling your leg. It's all good. I just want to put you in a hot seat for a second. <laughs> but, uh, but as always, if you're listening to this uh, activated podcast everywhere, Instagram, please follow up the. Uh, Instagram account where every episode will come up, you'll be able to see it, or you can follow my own personal page, uh, which is DC Wiz Boy, uh, and the boy is spelled with an I at the end. 
So other than that, uh, thanks for tuning in as always. This is The Activated Podcast. I'm your host, Ibu, and today we got Shades in the building, so Thank you've you. officially been activated. Turn to deep. Turn to deep. <laughs> <laughs>